The long await is finally over. Weeks, months, we've been waiting for a Titan victory. Last time we saw it, there were Christmas decorations up. Finally here. We're going to jump into it, get into all things Titans this week. Sammy, star me up. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. He just took her to the house. The sickest Tennessee Titans podcast. Sick! It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. We are live post-game wrap-up. I'm here with Jarrett. Vinny's on his way out of the stadium. I got a brief five-second FaceTime with him. His buddy in his Chargers jersey, his head is hanging very low. Vinny's very inebriated. Um, it's a very exciting day. Jarrett, what, what, are your, what are your instant thoughts on this game? Uh, I have to crack open another beer after this game because it's like a typical Titans win. Stresses you the hell out, yeah. especially in overtime. I knew that Chargers were going to go right down the field. Our defense was like Swiss cheese to kick the uh, game-tying field goal. But I had all confidence. Um going into overtime just because of the fact of I knew, you know, they were going to kick off. Our defense was going to hold them. And I, I didn't know that we were going to go down the field to kick a game-winning field goal, but I predicted it though on the show. I did say Nick Falk was going to go down. He, listen, absolutely. I, I, listen, but um, the offense, it was sluggish right from the start. Everybody on, tw- on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, um, was calling for Tannehill's head. All right, I think it's time. But you know what? I, I, I scrolled. I kept quiet. I just said, this is a pitiful offense at that point in time in the first quarter. It was pitiful from the for the first uh, five and a half quarters. Okay, mm. then they mm. then they started picking up. But why does it take every single person on our podcast if we call out the obvious with Ryan Tannehill? He's playing like garbage. Why does everybody come after us? But when somebody else says it, it's okay. Ryan Tannehill stepped. The, yeah, it it is because we 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 state the obvious here. We're all diehard Titan fans. We always yep. want them to win. We we're searching for that Super Bowl. But if we're stating yep. that the quarterback is bad, I mean, you, you may have taken it a little too far by by saying just bench him right now. Give him the opportunity. He he still is not perfect. Don't get me wrong. I'm still fifty percent. I'm still fifty percent in on him. Of course, he needs to continually build As he on should this. Be. All the way to the end of the end of the season, and prove to me that you can go twenty of twenty four for two hundred and fifty yeah. yards, two touchdowns, yeah, no interceptions. It, yeah, he, yeah, his offensive line looked like shit today. Okay, granted, not in the second half. Not things. in the second not, half. Not in the second half. But you know what? In the second half, he started to roll out a little bit with Tim Kelly. Yeah. So I, I don't know why it takes us so long because we looked good in the second half, and after the first, I think, uh, four or five drives, I think three drives, we had two hundred and ten yards in three drives. Yeah. Why does it take us so long listen, to get accustomed to the game? Yeah. Listen, the bottom line is, as far as he, he has the ability as a thrower of the football to be successful in the NFL. He does. He, he has the ability to do it. But he doesn't have the ability to evade sacks anymore. I, I'm certain of that. Well, I'm not, I'm not certain, but I'm, I'm – I'm, I feel like I'm pretty certain about that. And I don't think mentally he has the capability to forget mistakes and, and be a, a true leader. I just don't have that faith in him at all. Do I think on his best day, he has the capability of beating anyone in the league on his best day? 
Possibly. We just saw him technically beat Justin Herbert. But am I going into a Sunday afternoon against any team in the NFL, any team in the NFL, and saying I'm confident with Ryan Tannehill under center? Of course not. And anyone with a brain, anyone with eyeballs would know there has been no consistency over the past year plus with this guy. Absolutely none. And it's going to take more than a couple 70-yard bombs with no pressure to make me believe that if we get to January, he's going to be able to win a game. And, I, and I'm very ha- – I'm the happiest kid ever. We won a game. I was jumping up and down when he made those throws. I want Tannehill to succeed. I want to make the playoffs. I want to win above all else. But at the end of the day, I'm a die-hard Titan fan. And I'm not going to let what some what some, what somebody did four years ago affect my beliefs of what I think the reality is. Is that, you know, we're going to reach a dead end with this guy. And it's okay because we're going we're gonna to play him the rest of the year. And I'm fine with it. It's whatever. I want them to win above all else. But, I mean, you know... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm very, need, very happy. To, they, go ahead, go listen, ahead. They, need, they need to scheme up more plays, and we saw it in the second half, okay? Get him out of the pocket like he did with DeAndre Hopkins on that last on that last play, okay? He he needs to get more involved because if I go yep. if I go into the stat line right now, Hopkins had five ca- uh, five targets for four yard, uh, four catches and 40 yards. You guys got to – They catches. have to Yeah, but they have to get them more involved. I mean, I, I, I'm sitting on my couch. You're sitting on my couch. Everybody's sitting on their couch, knowing that Derrick Henry's getting the ball. Get a little creative. I understand that, uh, you know, it opened up for the, the long shots, and people are probably going to say, "Oh, what the hell is this guy talking about?" Yeah, he had two, two long bombs. Okay, w- where's the crossers? Keep going with that. Don't, don't keep feeding Derrick Henry. You know, we said that he wanted more touches. He only had what, twelve touches or seventeen touches? He had thirty uh, in the game today, which is, which is huge. He had yeah. four receptions and he had twenty-five carries for eighty yards. I mean. Yeah, I mean- Sammy, feel free it, to throw up some comments while Jarrett's talking, by the way. Yeah, it, it, it took a giant step from last week, okay? Yeah. And the the offensive line without uh, Peter Skaronski, I think Dylan uh, Raiduns came in. He, he he did an okay job for the first time in a year and a half, you know, from that ACL. So yeah. uh, it was a huge giant step, in my opinion, going into uh, Cleveland next yeah. week. So we just have to build on that and continue to build on that. Yeah. Get our guys more targets. Absolutely. And listen, I, I, I'm, I'm comforted a little bit by some of the, you know, the, the comments I'm seeing already, you know, obviously very happy that we're, we won. That's what we want above all else. But, you know, uh, do nine says Daniel still not good enough, which is absolutely correct. We got bailed out on a lot of calls. That's correct. Uh, they got some calls too. Um, and then a weekend over here, lateral movement is very suspect. I mean, that's just the, the facts him getting out of a pocket when it's collapsing, Good luck with that. It's not going to happen. But but we've seen that for two straight games now, yeah. and, and going back to last year. Okay, now as coaching staff, and I think they're going to do it because I'm, I'm I'm positive with this because we've seen growth from week one to week two. They need to start moving the pocket, moving him out of the pocket to yep. not create those where he's standing in the pocket and he just one steps up and gets sacked or yep. he pinballed like last week. They have to start moving the pocket. Okay, and I think they're going to we're going to see that more and more. Going forward, because we we've seen the week one and two where what what was it last game four sacks and now five sacks again today, yeah. a team I mean, that didn't have any last week by the way, not yeah. one sack last week. Yeah. So I mean, so, listen, uh, offensive line, it appears they have the talent to be successful. They just need a they need a first half every week to get going. Yeah, they I hope that couple, doesn't. 
They need a couple yeah. more games. It's a brand new offensive line, so hopefully we eat crow. And I'm sure yeah. everybody's trying to shove it down our throat too. But you know what? We're the re- we're real yeah. Titan fans, man. We just want Absolutely. we want to win every fucking game. Yep. I'm sorry Absolutely. to say it. Rip a pack. You're 100 right. Spears was fantastic today. Cameron Ray Dunes, I think, was a major reason why they played much better in the second half. Putting him in there, uh, I think he filled in nicely. Um, listen, there, 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 there's a lot of positives to take away from this football game. There's, there's absolutely plenty. I mean, we just beat one of the top quarterbacks in this league and really, you know, did a fair job holding them. We, we really did. Uh, I think we could have exploited their defense more. Miami had an absolute field day last week. We didn't get as much, you know, through the air as I would have liked to see. But at the end of the day, we won the game. The second half, Tannehill made the throws that he needed to make, and we're walking out of here, you know, tied for first in division. I want to do say this, though. I'll be honest with everyone. Wasn't happy with, with Tim Kelly's, you know, play calling today. Was not happy with it really at all. I saw a lot of the same we've seen before, run, run, pass. I've said multiple times on previous weeks, you know, when you're having issues getting the quarterback out of the pocket, when you're having issues moving the football down the field, maybe put in your elusive, absolutely out-of-this-world athletic quarterback in for a trick play. We did it last year. Why are we not doing it this time around? The guy's got a full year under his belt. You, you should maybe not see the fumbles that we saw last year and things like that. You know, he's acclimated to the NFL. Get him in there. Throw people off. We're using Spears as a decoy. Think about how many times you use Spears. Put him in the game. Everyone thinks we're going to pass, and we run. We do the same thing with Malik. Put Malik in there. Everyone thinks we're going to do a wildcat run with him. Then he rolls out and he rips it down the field. We know he has the arm for it. So, you know, I need to see more creativity out of Tim Kelly. Did a fantastic job first week. Didn't see a lot, any anything creative this week. But I'm not going to be too much of a downer. Um, Jared, I want your thoughts on the secondary this week. Because even though we had some injuries, uh, nothing to write home about. Avery and Murphy Bunting, I think, got absolutely toasted throughout the whole day. But what were your thoughts on uh, the secondary and defense overall? They did they did get torched a little bit. Like I said, the 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 play, I mean not the play, the drive going into overtime. It was like swish tees. It feels like every single team does it to yep. score to get a field goal. And they just they play loose coverage. They go off, they know the slants are coming, they just don't want to you know play um tight coverage on them. I don't know why. But I, I think for the most part, I know Keenan Allen had two touchdowns and Mike Mike Williams was all over the field. Keenan Allen um, had a day. Yeah, Keenan Allen had two touchdowns and 111 yards or whatever it was. But you know, they, they gave it up, but they, it was bend not break. Yeah. You know, the the for the most part, you know, our defense. Our 24 front, points is is you know that's a fair amount. That's a fair it, amount. But it is, you're but right. It's not, it's it's not 34, and we knew that. Yep. You know, going into this, we had two huge guys out on defense. Yeah, you're right. You know, with, with Fulton and Hooker. So you know, 24, I'm okay with it. I predicted what did I predict? I pre- predicted 23 20, you know, with full kicking the game winning field goal. So it wasn't that, you know, that far behind, you know, yeah. four more points. But uh, like I said, this defense, man, it, it's going to keep us in games every every single week. Yep. We just need to be able to sustain drives and yep. get this shit clicking with the offensive line. When they get cohesive, when, when, when they get like camaraderie on the offensive line after a couple games and there's film on them and they start studying themselves, all right, you know, you go there, I go here, blah, 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 all that other stuff. I think in the later half of this season, like we always do, I think we're going to start gelling more and more and more. So mm-hmm. hopefully, like I said, we build on this. But, you know, I'll, I'll get your take on the defense, but I just want to go back onto the offense because um, on that one play where Derrick Henry, when we scored the uh, the go-ahead touchdown, Henry got down to the one or two, and then obviously the whole stadium's chanting, Henry, Henry, Henry. Everybody yep, knows yep. they're getting – everyone knows he's getting the ball. Why are we – not pulling, but um, I don't know the terminology, but they literally shifted every single offensive lineman like a like a 
not like a zone read, but like whatever it is. I don't know. The whole line shifted and Henry was going, why why not just go straight dives or isos with that? Everybody just man to man, just bull rush, not bull rush, but block in front of you instead of moving the whole entire line. we got to go one yard. We lost three yards on that too. Yeah. You can make a lot of critiques about uh, Tim Kelly's decision-making. Didn't do nearly enough play action. Just not enough. This team's offense, especially when it comes to throwing the football, is so, you know, centered around play action, and it works so much, and we just we, we fail to do it enough times. And, um, you know, it's just a shame. I hope that that starts moving forward. But one thing I need to bring up, and I, I, I can't – I'm not going to be able to let this go, and because of the win, people are going to let it go. The, the lack of timeout calling at the end of that game – it, it was absolutely horrific coaching by Mike Vrabel. We went, me and my dad went back. We wanted to make sure that we weren't seeing things. They had a first down conversion at around, I want to say, the 20 yard line with a minute and five seconds and three timeouts left. You have got to use those timeouts with the, with the thought process that there is a better than good chance that a top 10 quarterback in the league is going to get this football in the end zone and you're going to need to have something prepared. He put all of his eggs in the basket of stopping the, the touchdown or, you know, get, or getting the field goal. And, and then he got bailed out. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible decision by him. And he's got to do better with his clock management. That's been my biggest knock on him since he's come here. His clock management has never been great. Um, and, you know, he, he has a habit of absolutely wasting timeouts in first halves and second halves, and he needs to stop. You know, the bottom line is defensive line bailed him out in an incredible pass rush on that third down to make him pick that field goal. And, uh, you know, he, he's just – you got to – the thing is, those timeouts mean nothing. They literally mean nothing. Using them cannot hurt you in any way. It's the last possession of the, of the game. You're either going to stop them on downs or they're going to kick a field goal. It, would make, it makes no sense why you want to continue to have the clock run off because if they turn the ball over – the game's over anyway. So it just, it made no sense. Uh, he needs to use the timeouts, but that, you know, again, I don't want to harp too much on the bad. They won the game, uh, but it's just, it never ends. <laughs> we got to go every game uh, on our knees with, with, you know, tears in our eyes, praying we get it done. But Nick Fultz, I, I commend you. I mean, six kicks, ice, ice water kicks. He he didn't have it looked like he had not an ounce of worry. I mean, they barely even showed him. He just stepped up, said 40, 41 yards. Adios, see you tomorrow. And uh really, I mean it's too early to crown the guy. I don't stress anymore when we go for kicks. I really uh, don't. Why did you say that? Why the <laughs> fuck did you dad? You know what he just said? He goes, I don't stress no, no, no. anymore when we have kicks. Well, that it's the, the truth. We've been, fuck- we've, Sam, it, it, Sammy, it is. I don't want I it pains me to say this. It is, gonna, it is the you kiss need of to death. clip well, that. You need to clip. I can't believe you. This guy makes fucking two weeks of kicks, and you're going to call him fucking. Uh, it's refreshing. You know, like Vinny says, now? It's, it's refreshing. You like better Vinny pray says. to God he doesn't miss a kick next week because I will I will make this clip so viral it's going to hurt. But anyway. Right, before um, we get, one more thing before we go on a defense and get your take really quick. Yep, There's yeah. one guy that needs to get off the field immediately, and somebody Avery? needs to come. No, somebody needs to come up from the practice squad right now. And it's Thomas Otokoyo uh, or whatever, Otokoyo. Get Wesco the hell off the field. Is that a tight Get end? Wiley 
off the field. Yeah, Wiley. Huge penalties. Uh, they can't catch. Get a conquer. Thomas. Uh, I was Otokoyo so excited. On the field. Yeah, we all were. Six, seven. It, it just, they they look lost. Huge penalties. Vrabel was screaming at them uh, on the field. Like, yep. I don't understand. Just switch just switch them. Switch them. Yeah. Otokoyo, get, uh, get, get, get your ass up from the practice squad. And, and listen, Hopkins needs to be more involved. Yes. I, he has to be. You're an offensive coordinator. It's your fucking job to make sure these guys get involved. Do what you need to do to get the ball in this guy's hands. He's an elite player. Okay? I, I mean, really, just because Tannehill shit the bed, you're going to stop throwing the ball? No! Throw him the, keep throwing him the ball 10 times a game. He's a top five guy. He's a top five set of hands in the league. Again, we're, we're really we're harping on a lot. I don't want to be the I don't want to be the podcast that comes live after a win and just shits on the team because I already have that stigma we're not, around we're me. Not anyway. shit, we're not shitting on nothing. We're just no, we know. want we want we to want keep the best. We want the best. This. No, yes, but I'm just saying it's it. unfortunate that a lot of a lot of our fan base takes any negativity we say as you know not being true fans. No, it's because we're such diehard fans that we can't accept mediocrity. When mediocrity shown shoved in our face, which it's and they, and believe me, a lot believe me, they could they could say anything they want to, you know, every single fan because you know deep down inside they're still searching for that Super Bowl like we are oh, too. Of course. Okay. Of course. Of course. So and they're searching not, for that quarterback. Yep. Um but listen, as far as my opinion on the defense, uh it's very simple. It's very very simple. Uh for the sake of my sanity, I'm going to assume that the loss of Fulton and Hooker had a major impact on you know how poor we were in pass coverage now we weren't very good last week in pass coverage and we had those guys back so you got to take that with a grain of salt but the bottom line is secondary is not elite defensive line is elite together they create still a better a uh, well above average defense but the defensive line and and especially especially the run stopping which obviously we've been acclimated to get used to um it's just been absolutely insane tier tart one of the best run defenders I've ever seen on this team. I mean, he's really – he had a swing move today that just just absolutely out of, out of this world. Um, but, uh, you know, bottom line is we're, we're bending and not breaking, uh, and that's just the, the kind of the Titans mantra defensively. you got to hope that secondary gets better. That way all things can come together and we can keep even those field goals off the board. But, you know, holding 20, 24 points, Justin Herbert, after a very difficult loss they dealt with, very impressive. I didn't have a swing in this game. Uh, and we did, and uh, just a lot of credit. I, I got, I give Tannehill a lot of credit in the sense that everything was going against him, and everyone was on his ass. And uh, he showed up in the second half, and I'll give him props for that. And, and I, I said into my video after the game, "Am I waking up next Sunday thinking, hey, Tannehill's going to beat Deshaun Watson? Of course not. Of course I don't. I don't assume that. I think it's possible, and I'm going to root for it. Uh, but we need more consistency out of this guy in, in year 11." And uh, when we get that, then uh, I'll, I'll maybe open the door of having some confidence in him in, in the postseason. But right now, we got to just build on wins, get better on all phases of the football. And uh, that's it. That's the bottom line. So uh, Alex goes, secondary has been weak for a few years. Front seven bails him a lot. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Agree. Uh, another Titan fan from Jersey. So shout out to you, Alex. Um, what do you think, uh, Jared? I mean, I think the secondary has always been a little bit, uh, I guess the word would be, kind of phony where we think they're really good. And then just because they don't put up a lot of points, they're really, I mean, I, I don't know. Avery and Murphy bunting were an absolute liability today. I think you would agree. Yeah. Uh, to an extent, I mean, Trey Avery did step up in, in certain situations, but you know, they got six, three, six, four and their tight end. You know, you know, they got pissed on and, and, and Listen, it's her bunting. Got okay. Torched. He's, 
He he, he, he did, but you know what? Work. It's still it's still Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, he's going to make plays. We knew that this was going to happen. No, I get that, uh, especially Judges with Fulton and everything. Is, yeah, absolutely. And and I'm re- responding. The they way got, it and is. they got and torched last week, so you know they they did. And it, 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 okay, the front the front bails them out. Okay, yeah. the front does bail them out, but it, it it's week two. It is. We got the uh, win against right. a really great, a, a really great uh, that could all change. quarterback. It could. They they have to get their feet wet still. I still love uh, Roger McCreary, you know, coming out. Uh, he played, in my opinion, he played a great game. Uh, he he had some help from Bunting, but still, when you when you have one guy out and one guy has to go to nickel, then the other guy was you know plays one corner, then he has to go to the other corner because the other guy's comfortable like that. It does shift shit around a little bit. So we'll see what happens next week going into Cleveland. So thoughts on Cleveland really quick because Tim Kelly is very familiar with Deshaun Watson. Mike Vrabel is very um, familiar with Deshaun Watson. Do you think that's a competitive advantage since we've seen him no. so many years with Houston? Um, what, what are your thoughts going on to next week? I, unfortunately, I've just watched too many Titan games. Uh, we don't get advantages. We typically don't. I, I don't think that's going to have any effect on anything. I think Cleveland's defense is very good. Um, you know, I, 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 I listen. We beat Justin Herbert today, so I'm gonna wake up on Sunday morning and 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 not because I had no confidence in this team winning today. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up tomorrow or Sunday morning with a little more juice because uh, we we pulled something off pretty pretty spectacular. So uh, with that being said, uh, you know they got pretty good receivers. They got a, a, a great quarterback. Um, we're going to see if they're if they're going to continue that this tonight with what they did uh, last week. Um, Adam goes over under Miles Garrett sacks next week. Uh, I think a safe bet would be, and I'm dead serious. I think two and a half is going to be the over under for Miles. Miles Garrett is a lot better than I mean. At people people say he's great, but he's even better than most people even know. So. Uh, we got to hope that side of Tannehill is, is protected a little bit better than it was, um, but uh, it's going to be a fun matchup, I think. Well, with sure. with that said, if we're talking about that, and you were talking about last week with um, Ryan Tannehill, how far that leash is with Tannehill, Dillard hasn't been playing great at left tackle. Now that, Dunes, now that Ray Dunes is back, what what do you think that is? Uh, what, what do you think that leash is for um, Dilliard and possibly moving um, Redunes over at left tackle? Because he played a hell of a game two years ago, was it against Nick Bosa when he stepped in for Taylor and Juan? And uh, yeah. I think that's his natural position too. So, I mean, I would love to see that happen if if Dilliard continues to struggle. Uh, whatever works. I mean, the run blocking I think was pretty pretty sufficient most of the game. Uh, you know, it's just going to come down to who we use. I And again, and I haven't said this yet. Somebody brought it up and I said it quickly, but Tajay Spears, man, this kid is the fucking real deal. This kid is the real deal. He's 6. shifty. Yards per carry. He's shifty. He's slippery. Uh, he can catch the ball. I mean, call me crazy. But in the first two games, I'm seeing – Oh, a legit like semi transition. Like, listen, this is where we're going. Just be prepared for it. And you can understand why. I mean, he gets, he's a great guy on those third and shorts because he's so elusive uh, that when things don't go, because that's the thing with Derrick Henry, he's great. But if he hit, if he hits a pile of bodies on that line of scrimmage, it's tough for him because he's so big. 
with guys like Spears, you know, they're very shifty. They get around on the edges real easily. I think he's gonna he's gonna change a lot of games for us this year. And I, I know I'm you waiting. you you agree. I'm with waiting that. for him to break one, man, because it's gonna be electric. Because it's Derrick Henry 2.0. It's like thunder and lightning, smash and dash, like we did. Yeah. So uh, Awaken says if Tennessee plays their speed, usually slower, running the ball, keep the scoring around 20. And wear teams down the low close. Yeah, I mean that's unfortunately been our, you know, our recipe for what a decade now. And it would be nice not have to not having to worry about, uh, you know, making a stand in the red zone in every fourth quarter to win a game. But uh, when your offense can't get going, that's the only way you're going to win. You're going to have to low score and 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 stop them when it's their time. Uh, so you know, um, you know, we'll see how it goes, but. Uh, the bottom line is another thing. It's, it's obviously very early to tell, but it looks, it appears, we're going to get out of this game significantly healthy, uh, or at least relatively, I should say. You know, didn't look like anyone was uh, helped off the field, so that's obviously great. Hopefully, uh, Hopkins is able to, you know, be more closer to 100. percent looked like he might have been a little bit sluggish today, but uh, huge catches, absolutely huge catches. And he said to Ryan Tannehill in that huddle, me and my dad saw it. He said, I got you. I don't know what else he said, but he's looked at him. He said, I got you. And sometimes you got to do that. And I hope he I gotta, does. I got to replay, replay that. Yeah, I got to replay, replay that. He said it looked right in his eyes. said, I got you. Somebody's got to tell this fucking guy that he's got a top 10 receiver on his team because sometimes it looks like he doesn't know. Just like he didn't know when we had Julio Jones to throw to the guy. What, but, when he was uh, on the field. When he was on the field. But, you know, I digress. But listen, a lot to be positive about at the end of the day. If they lost this game, uh, with the possibility of being owned three on the road, it would have been really uh, the twilight zone for a lot of us fans. So um, they did what needed to get done. There's a ton of ton of things to clean up, but at the end of the day, you know, you get the job done and that's what you're looking for. So um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up today. I think uh, we did a nice little uh, post game show and uh, you know, anything else you want to throw in there before we wrap it up? Nothing. Uh, you know, we, we go uh, we record on uh, Tuesday night. We're going to have Vin Tuesday back. Night. So lo- yep. lo- love to see what his uh, reaction was, how everything was with the tailgates, you know, just see his vibe for the whole game. So that's going to be dropping on Wednesday. Yep. Um, and, and just listen, on to Cleveland, man. Let's clean things up. Let's build on this win. Uh, we have the momentum now. So hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens with tonight with, with Cleveland and the Saints. But, you know, I'm, yep. re- I'm ready for week two. All right, like I, I, got said, the, I got the boys coming over week four, so hopefully we'll be good for a win. Yep, that's right. Week four. That's right. Week four, Dad. We're going to Jared's house. Well, I mean, if you're around, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. But, um, well, that's the uh, – what game is that anyway? Cincy. Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. We, we probably shouldn't be together for that game anyway because they're going to get fucking torched. But, anyway, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding, guys. Don't get upset. Listen, make sure everyone that's watching, first of all, the 30, 40 of you guys that were in here, thanks for stopping in with us and watching and, and you know, celebrating with us together. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Um, we appreciate all the positive comments we've been getting over the past couple of weeks of everyone telling us, you know, they're enjoying the content. This is why we do it, and this is why we're going to continue to do it. So uh, make sure to, to continue uh, um, to, to, to help us out, like, comment, subscribe, and, and you know, we're going to be chug, chugging along. So, uh as always, guys, I hope everyone enjoys the rest of their weekend. Uh, we'll see you a little bit later on in the week. And uh, it's going to be a nice, fun victory Monday for everyone. So I hope Absolutely. everyone's Cheers. having a great day. Cheers. Everyone enjoy their time with their family. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip, guys. Tighten up. Sammy, send me out.
And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.